I'm here with uh, Ben Quick of the Pioneer Valley Riverfront Club. We are spotlighting uh, Pioneer Valley and possibly another rowing club. Let's see who pops on, but um, Atlanta. Uh, we have our regular host, um, Ryan Worth at the Chattanooga Rowing Center and Lookout is fully involved in the head of the hooch preparations for this weekend. So he, uh, he'll be back next week, I think, with um, the scary stuff uh, that we had for Halloween uh, plans. So, so Ben, if you come up with any Halloween stuff, um, you know, any scary, uh, scary things, I know you have the pterodactyl nest there on the Connecticut River. Rolling in New England can be scary any given day of the year. <laughs> it's so true. So true. <laughs> Let me get our. We have uh, we have uh, viewers live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and then we go to uh, podcast platforms with audio. So if you're if we refer to a visual and you don't see it because you're on audio. Um, we, we will have the link in the show notes to the visuals and, and you can also go to uh, the website for Pioneer Valley and uh, Atlanta if you're interested in their offerings. Um, yeah, so we have, I'm the producer. I, we've been going for about a year. We're coming up on our, uh, gosh, our 40th episode, I think. And it's just been a lot of fun. I've Grateful to our senior correspondents, Mark Wilson of the All-American Rowing Camps and Ryan Worth of Chattanooga Rowing Center and Lookout. And then our correspondents, Tara Morgan, has been active out there with Seize the Oar and Vashon Rowing Club. Will Ruth of Strengths Coach Roundtable. He's another podcaster on the Rowing Chat Network. And Reba Knickerbocker of Bend the Blade. Veronica Platzer out there in Boulder, Colorado community rowing. Ben Booth and Michael Knowles are our coastal gurus and we love talking with them. They're just, they're a blast. You know, they're out there kind of on, they never come in the studio. They cut, they just, they're out there with their iPhones kind of reporting from the, from the waves, you know, basically. Um, I love having them on, that. it's so cool. And uh, anyway, we are continuing our regular broadcasts. Uh, mostly weekly. Sometimes we miss one for holidays, but uh, we bring the best of rowing news, interviews, gadgets and gear from clubs, companies, and rowers across the country. And Ready Row USA is a part of the International Rowing Chat Network. So you can reach all our podcasts at rowing.chat and subscribe to receive notifications of uh, the upcoming shows. Send in news tips and join our community by visiting the website. So all the links are in our show notes. Um, we don't abuse our uh, subscribers. So it's just when we have a episode coming up and it's on all aspects of, of rowing from coaching to training, to news, to programs, to the US Rowing Convention. And uh, we just try, we, and we love to have uh, input from our viewers and listeners. So there's where you can subscribe, rowing.chat. And for first, we have a word about our fabulous sponsors. We have two this month. Um, or Inspired does a great mount for uh, rowing shells that will hold a GoPro or a Garmin uh, action camera. And it's just 
wonderful piece of equipment. It, it, you kind of set it and forget it. So you can read more about that on our sponsors page, rowing.chat slash sponsors. We also have, uh, we are grateful to the Randall Airfoil people. They've invented a little uh, glue-on piece that come put you put on the top of your blade to prevent, um, to train you from digging too deep with your oars. I suppose you still could, but it might be hard with the airfoil on it. Anyway, it's, uh, again, they have a special and please visit rowing.chat slash sponsors. And thank you, Randall and Or Inspired. Now we have Ben from Ben Quick, which is like the best rowing name I know. But um. <laughs> I appreciate that, Charles. And, uh, and, and let me just say off the top, congratulations to you for um, embarking on this endeavor and all the great content and guests you've managed to connect the rowing world with. It's a yeah. it's an invaluable resource because so often, I believe in the rowing world, we feel like we are islands operating in our own way. And sort of like, you know, we send these messages out into the world thinking, does anyone else have this issue, this question, this challenge, this problem? So congratulations yeah, to you, you for helping bridge that gap. It's really great. Yeah, thank you. I, I That's kind of my overriding motivation is is to connect people i just love going to little clubs i mean I, yours isn't that little is it or oh it is i you know we're oh. definitely we uh think of ourselves as the little engine that could or the caboose <laughs> depends how you uh what the context is uh, i and I, I appreciate you putting this photograph of uh, of our of our location let me just give huge props to the city where we're located springfield massachusetts because mm -hmm. what you're looking at is a public park it's a city park north riverfront mm -hmm. park and the boathouse is a city-owned building um, it was built in 1901 as a boathouse no way. on the shores of the Connecticut River in Springfield. Yeah, it was built as the Rock Rim and Canoe and Boat Club in 1901. And at that time, there were five boathouses on the Connecticut River in Springfield. And if you, you know, go into several of the boathouses in Boathouse Row, you'll see banners hanging in there from their rafters announcing championships from the Springfield Scholastic or the Springfield rowing events in the 1920s. So there's a long history of rowing on this stretch of river. And there used to be five boathouses in Springfield. Um, ours is the only one that still stands, both the uh, the Great Depression and the railroad tracks that, you know, in the inevitable, in the inimitable wisdom of many New England cities, they send the railroad tracks right down the shore of the river. <laughs> no, uh, who would want to yeah. have any contact with the cesspool, right? That's what the history of New England. That's what, like, I'm from Spokane, Washington, and, you know, I've actually rowed out there, but they, they're, club is up the one i know of is is up closer to Coeur d'Alene lake but um like the railroad tracks used to come right through downtown and there mm -hmm. was skid row and it was like it was just a pit and right. then you know it's been improved now and there's they don't right. go there because of the falls but right. anyway this is your your venue i've been there i've i've, done, I've been to your regatta and it's just it's beautiful and you guys run it really well so Thank you for that. It's it's a small mm -hmm. event. You know, we get about a hundred entries. We're we uh, we're interested in growing it, but not too much. <laughs> we we were I think we're we're trying to make the claim that we brought college collegiate competitive rowing back to the Connecticut River this year for the first time in maybe thirty years because we mm -hmm. had a two uh, college crews enter our regatta, which is always the weekend after usually the weekend after Labor Day in September. Yeah, that's so cool. I was actually out of town, but I, I wrote it last year and um, it was just like so much fun and the vibe was so good, you know, it's around the, and you, you have, uh, 
you have stakes for first prize. Right. We have a we have a picture here at the end <laughs> of the slideshow that I, I hope we get to because um, we all love racing for medals, but there's nothing like racing for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. and, you know, and it uh, as far as our rowing program, it's a small program. We have about 50 youth and about 30, uh, 20 masters. Okay. But we also have 40 dragon boaters. And we have a wonderful synchronicity with our dragon boating team. Mm -hmm. Together, we keep the boathouse sustainable and operating. Um, and in the black, frankly, um, every ED, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the ED of our of our organization. I'm not okay. a rowing coach, uh, but I am a rower. So mm -hmm. my perspective is sustainability, profitability, uh, and progress. And without our dragon boating program, our rowing program would not be nearly as robust as it is. Right. And then do you have like a, a pretty robust youth program too? Or, or We do. I'm very proud of our youth program. We, yeah. um, you know, there are no high school programs in our area. So we have, uh, last count, seven different high schools and middle schools feeding into our program. Perfect. You know, our first challenge is explaining what rowing is and then why mm -hmm. kids should do it. Mm -hmm. um, another one of our challenges is that we are in an urban setting and a lot of urban kids don't learn to swim. So we are overcoming fear of water uh, every day right. when we yeah. have a new set of kids. Well, uh, you know, Arshay Cooper, who's with Row New York, I have him on once in a while, and he was saying that's one of the first things they do when they go to, into city program, you know, like urban youth program, they, they do a, a swimming training or, you know. Work. When Arshay visited us in Springfield, it, he, he changed lives for some of these kids because um, we, uh, through various partnerships, were able to get him in front of a lot of, a lot of kids in a lot of different schools. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, his story is incredibly moving. If anyone has not read Sugar Water by R. Shea Cooper, I cannot recommend it strongly enough. Absolutely. I, I like read it story. one night and it was just, yeah, right. you know, it took me, uh, you know, it was, it was just start to finish. I just was compelled. So Sugar Water, R.J. Cooper, and I think uh, there's a film coming out about his experience. There is, yeah. yes, there is. He's 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 in uh, in the advanced stages of that film. Uh, he's yeah, a good Mary, friend, and we're, we're excited to see what he has what he's come up with. Yeah, Mary Mary Mazio is the uh, producer of that film. And so uh, our our youth our youth run program is wonderful. It's robust. They're great fundraisers. Mm -hmm. They're great workers. They're great collaborators. I. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, as many rowing clubs that have youth programs, I'm probably experienced as well. At the end of the day, we often have to kick them out. It's like, kids, <laughs> time to go home. Time to go home and do some homework, walk your pets, yeah. talk to your parents. You Did you get them stay. off the internet today? <laughs> right. You can't stay You can't stay at the boathouse. Uh, and we, we love that. We really do. Um, yeah. So, well, that answers one of the questions we have. Uh, how can a small club afford equipment purchases and upgrades? Um, so you do it, fundraisers frequently or? It takes creativity. We try to do, we have a, we have a very committed volunteer development committee and we have four major events through, over the course of the year, each of which has a dual purpose, fundraising and awareness raising, because as I mentioned, teaching people what we do is just as important as encouraging them to support those very activities. Yeah. Uh, and the Dragon Boat Festival is our biggest fundraiser. It's an exciting event. It's gotten the entire city engaged. And when, every when opportunity. Is that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's this year, it'll be June 27th, 2020. Okay. okay. Um, it well, gets I'm gonna people come out to the that. riverfront who would not normally be here. Yeah. And once they're here, 
their eyes open. They say, oh, we had no idea. <laughs> Buy the yeah. dollar for every time someone said, I had no idea you were here. <laughs> We'd yeah. have no budgetary problems. No, I, and I was. I... Did I lose you, Charlotte? All the rowing clubs along the river, the Charles River were, you know, they were helping with docks and, you know, timing and stuff like that. So it was, it was a oh, good synergy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Boston Dragon Boat Festival is a huge event. <laughs> I know. I loved it. It was the great people. But uh, so, so are these pictures? I mean, if you're yeah, these watching. Are our, these, are, these are very recent pictures of our youth rowing program. Our kids, um, they skull and they sweep. Um, we have had a lot of, we've had success in both areas of, um, yeah. of our program and we're excited. We, I've yet to meet a college coach who said, oh, come on, the kids don't skull or come on, your kids don't sweep. Yeah. In our experience, kids moving on, they love, coaches love the fact that our kids skull and sweep. Uh, although I, I believe that college coaches have very few expectations of anything that a youth right. thrower may have learned in high school. Um, and, uh, so, and you know, I ask these kids who never want to leave the boathouse what it is they love about this place. Why are you so excited to be here? Just give me some snippets. And nine out of 10 say it's the friendships we make because, you know, when you go to a high school, especially in a big city, the high school is your identity. So it's the same kids who are the yeah. varsity va basketball, varsity soccer, varsity football players. But in rowing, as we all know, yeah. You can show up one year as a novice and be a varsity rower the next year, and you're making friends from places that you didn't even know existed. And as or, we all know, future yeah. or, um, youth rowers are future master's rowers. And uh, what, could, what, kind of, what kind of a master's program do you have? And do you have boat right. storage and stuff like that? Or? Yeah, they're not just future master's rowers. They're also future coaches. We've been successful yeah. hiring uh, graduating youth rowers to help coach the younger youth rowers and our community programs. Mm -hmm. We've got a great master's program. Uh, we have a few athletes who compete at the highest level who will go to worlds and will go to, you know, mm -hmm. Northeast regionals and, and, you know, go to masters nationals uh, and a large contingent of masters who are new to the program are new to rowing. And that is a, a big success for us to get people in boats who didn't know what a boat was before. So yeah, yeah we, uh, we're very grateful to have indoor storage, right? Um, uh, the roots of our program were in A-frames on the bank of a river. But mm -hmm. in 2011, when the city of Springfield uh, decided to repurpose this, this boathouse they've owned for a long time, we were the only organization that bid for it, and we won the bid. So uh, since then, we've had indoor storage, which we're very grateful for. <laughs> yeah, I, as a member of Community Rowing, I've, <laughs> I have to say, I've been, I bought a boat two years ago from Essex, and um, I've been on the waiting list for storage for four yeah. years. <laughs> Charlotte, I've got a place for you in Springfield. You want to store your boat with us? I promise you. I would, I you know, you. I, I'm tempted. Well, it, you know, look, look at this water. I mean, I you know, know. When people come from other programs, especially rowing coaches or people row, they, they look at our water and they say, wait a minute, what's the deal here? Where are all the jet skis, motorboats? You know, where are all the barges and the commercial traffic? And the truth is there's only about uh, 11 miles of navigable water. And uh, not a lot, some of it is not very deep. So the, the leisure traffic we have besides rowing is, is minimal. Now, we are big proponents of on-water recreation and you gotta take the good with the great, right? So yeah. if jet skis uh, yeah. are out there, it means people are on the water, yeah. not afraid of the river, I'm all about it. Now down there in Springfield or out there, whatever, um, yeah. 
that casino has that affected your traffic or whatever that's a great question so yeah. uh, mgm springfield has uh is going into its second year now and um they have been i believe a net positive for the community for the economy and for us mm -hmm. um, mgm springfield they, they've sponsored a few events that we've held they have put a dragon boat team into our festival two years in a row um, they are just great community partners um, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. 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 I really, I think it's been a pleasant surprise for those of us who are not uh, engaged in the gaming industry mm -hmm. for all the, the good that's come of MGM Springfield. Well, I think they kind of know what's, you know, side their bread is buttered on too. You know, if they if they have a, a positive oh, sure. experience with the community oh, there. The, the COO shared with me very very bluntly. He said, "Ben, my interest in you is getting people to stay in Springfield longer." <laughs> Any reason they have to spend the night, if it's, if it's for me or for you, yeah. generates, it's a win-win. Well, a, it's like when I came out to Rock Rim and I, I was rowing early, so I stayed overnight yeah. at a hotel and, you know, just like, because the, the old ladies get have to row early. So. <laughs> we, want, so we want you to have the flattest water. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so glad yeah. you put this picture up, Charlotte. There's a, there's a picture shown right now of... Uh, there's actually well, there's five. There's seven rowers, five rowers, one coxswain, one guy got cropped out. And these are from the UMass men's crew, which is the club program. They're up the river from us. We've had a wonderful relationship with them for many years. Oh, Both, cool. Some of their some of their rowers have coached for us. Some mm -hmm. of their coaches have coached for us. And in this picture, they're shown holding pies, cheese, and steaks because the prizes for the Rockerman Regatta are third place gets a block of cheddar cheese. Second place gets an apple pie donated from Big Y World Class Supermarket. <laughs> and first place gets a steak. This year donated from Munich House Restaurant, an amazing German restaurant in yeah. nearby Chicopee, Massachusetts. Well, I guess and, if you uh, entered more than one event, you could you could get all you three could, have a meal. They fed the whole crew. That's right. <laughs> well, they came in saying, hey, this is great. We're going to be cooking out. We're going to be feeding ourselves for weeks because we're the only college crew. I said, no, 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 not so fast. No. And... Uh, Wentworth, yeah. Wentworth Institute of Technology entered as well. Yeah. I'm very grateful to them. They did win some first place. I didn't picture that. Sweet. Um, so you um, you have just hired a friend of mine from Northampton as a coach, a junior, junior, Nancy? Yeah, Nancy, Nancy Mack. What a great person she is. She, uh, If we had more Nancy Mack in the world, I know. Um, I, you know, we would have fewer problems. She stepped up, she went through the training, she got her level two certification yeah. in US rowing. She did right. her mentorship with um, with one of our coaches. Did she find her uh, boat safety course? I uh, She was looking for that at one point when I talked to her. You know, I I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. Um, she probably did if she's- Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. You know, we, but, uh, we tried to, it, it's, a, it's such a valuable tool, the boat safety course. Yeah, and I met her at Rebecca, or Reba uh, Knickerbocker's uh, Bend the Blade, which is also mm -hmm. on the Connecticut River, right? That I was, That's but it was right. down in Connecticut. In, yeah, in Hartford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, another local, a local friend. She um, used to be running a, a program just north of us. So, right, right. And she's a contributor to our podcast as well. And I, she has well, got we, amazing content to provide. She's got I a know. lot of knowledge. I know. She just really started me thinking. Like, am I competitive? Am I an athlete? You know, the, those are the questions she asked at this women's uh, masters. Uh, symposium and 
was Charlotte, really- I got to share a quick story about the pictures you got up here. This is really um, funny in my, in my opinion, my, my humble opinion, right? So- uh, Under the bridge here. Yeah. Waning daylight hours, right? We, we, masters and dragon boaters are going out in the water with headlights on. So, I love it. Uh, because again, there's no other boat traffic happening right now. So we know the river, we know we're not gonna mm-hmm. come across any wayward boats. But uh, there's one picture here of our masters rowing under the Memorial Bridge. And uh, the Memorial Bridge has four columns on it with lights atop it. When MGM Springfield opened, they featured that bridge in their their promo video. Yeah. At the time, only one of those four lights was was illuminated. And it's a personal, it's a peeve of ours that we've been complaining about for years saying, look, if you can't fix the other three lights, just unscrew the fourth one. <laughs> Nobody knows that those are actually lights and not just big bulbs. Yeah. Um, didn't yeah, happen, no, wouldn't happen. Kind of- that's the kind of thing, like, you know, I if I go past a picture on a wall, it's crooked. I have to straighten it. Yeah. So you for know, you, we were complaining about it. And then when MGM used the bridge and they did computer graphics to illuminate all the lights in their video, I, I we seized the moment. The door was, nice. was cracked open. We pushed through it and said, Massachusetts Department of Transportation, you have to fix these lights. And you oh, know that's, what? That sounds like, sounds like too much. Too much fun. That is too much fun. And good selfies at night. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think yeah. Coxon took this picture. Um, and that yeah. night it was actually oh. yeah. it was me. <laughs> oh, you were a Coxon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. Then we have, uh, we were going to have someone from Atlanta Rowing Club on. So I just want to kind of run through a little bit of their stuff. They are one of the co-sponsors at um, the Head of the Hooch. I believe, you know, they and Chattanooga Rowing Center run that amazing, wonderful race where our friend Ryan, our uh, senior correspondent Ryan Forth is occupied today, moving boat trees, I think. Um, they're atlantarow.org on the Chattahoochee River. I went down to the head of the hooch and raced last year and it was it was a wicked fast. Oh my God. Does the Connecticut ever get that fast? Bill? It does in the spring. Uh, the <sighs> river will get very high, very fast. We have a, we had a real challenge last year getting on the water. I, I felt yeah. bad for our spring novices. I think they got <laughs> in the water like four well, times. This, this was in November. I don't know what happened. It was like a super wet fall in the South or something. And um, in t- Tennessee. And anyway, they're, they have an, a beautiful spot there in Atlanta. It's a nice big club and, Lots of facilities, great learn to row program, and we want to have them on in person to talk about it soon. But we are going to be wrapping up here. Anything else you want to say about uh, Pioneer? I I appreciate it, Charlotte. We are excited about uh, reaching out to veterans. It's one of Mm -hmm. our areas of growth. Uh, Active Mm -hmm. military and veterans, getting them on the water. Everyone who tells me this is a a good idea says it's a great idea. Um, So we're excited about that. Yeah, we do that at Community Rowing, and I, I love volunteering for Veterans Day. And you know who I got to row with last year? Bill Becklin, who is the 1956 gold medal men's coxswain. Wow. 1956. Wow. So he's sitting there right in front of me, and that was the year I was born. It was just – it was a – wonderful experience but, uh, yeah yeah i'm sure yeah he's just a really great guy and he's i think he coaches range and latin or something maybe out here but um thank you for being on and thank you for having you know, me i appreciate it you're welcome and let's just uh let's do it frequently it's i'll you know 
anytime you have a, a piece of club news, um, send it in on our form. I know you've done that before. Yeah. And uh, we love to ha hear from clubs. Like I say, new club is too small or too remote, too posh or too big. <laughs> we like the posh clubs too. We don't, we don't just. We love to visit them, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we love to visit them. Yes. The cathedrals of rowing. <laughs> and um, we also have a gadgets and gear. You had uh, something you wanted to mention about that? I did. I'd like to uh, put in some props for the my friends at uh, Stroke Master um, Elite Rowing Training. These mm -hmm. folks, uh, we met them ahead of the Schuylkill this past weekend, and due to Springfield's somewhat central location, right, we're about 90 minutes from Boston, 90 minutes from Albany, 90 minutes from less than an hour from the Gold from the, the uh, sorry the Gold Coast, the Connecticut coast. <laughs> they um, left five demo machines with us, at Stroke Masters, and their innovation is that they connect modified ergs. So you can um, get feedback on catch timing. And wow. <laughs> the haptic response to them is cool. If you are early to the catch, the motor will crank down and you will feel a heavy oar. So uh, their I original love, goal, love yeah, please come out, try them out. Yeah, got them. yeah. I got my, my, my car's in the shop right now with my rack on it, but um, I should get it back today or tomorrow. You around this weekend? Uh, yeah, we are. In fact, Saturday, we're doing our big fundraiser. We call it Rowathon. Kids are going to row 10K on the river, Ooh. weather permitting. Um, and our goal is to raise $20,000. And uh, I give huge credit to my board of directors and other supporters. They've uh, uh -huh. scraped together an $8,000 match. So kids are well on their way. Well, I'll try and come out. I'd love to t get some pictures, maybe some interviews or something. For Oh, my gosh, it'd be great. We're going to be in the water from 9 to 11. We're going to have probably 50 people in the water all at the same time. Wonderful. Be, I'll add, I'll add cool. to the chaos. <laughs> be cool. Chaos is great. Yeah. Okay. And we have uh, our sponsors, as I mentioned, or inspired and Randall Airfoils. And uh, we appreciate your support. And if you patronize them, then we'll do even better. We'll continue to produce the podcast. Thank you so much. And we also have our uh, hashtag. I think Ben has agreed to provide a prize. Um, yeah. What you, you we're don't going have to provide a, a swanky PVRC tank top with this logo on it, PVRC, super uh, super I patriotic. Love it. Established I love 2007. It. Let me just get a full uh, full yeah. frame there. Yeah. So this yeah. this is the this that is, is the, the coolest shirt I've ever seen. I want one of those. Thank you. Yeah, we uh these are kind of you know um SPF protection. So I've got a white tank yeah. top. You tell me, Charlotte, who I'm going to send it to. They'll get it from me directly. Deal. Okay. Well, we and I wanted to um, announce our September winner is Michael Swain of France. He's uh, actually, I think, you know, we try and be fair because, you know, but Michael knows uh, is a colleague of uh, our senior correspondent Mark Wilson of All American Rowing Camp, and I think he was just paying attention to the podcast. And thank you, Michael. We'll. We'll figure out something cool to give you. And then our October winner who identified the Washington College crew in our picture of the head of the Charles, which is like a pretty obscure piece of knowledge, but I think she spotted the ore pattern, is Nancy Mack. Yay, so Nancy. <laughs> Nancy's a big, she's a star on our, our program today. <laughs> she's the greatest. Okay, and then so it's, it's uh, Ready Row, or RRUSA Pioneer is the hashtag that you use on social media, and we'll try and track you down and uh, and um, let you know when you give yeah. you a prize. Yeah, when you get your tank top. 
I'm the producer, Charlotte Pierce. I have a publishing company and I'm actually accepting manuscripts for innovative uh, uh, education and alternative education right now. Just finished a uh, children's book. Um, so our senior correspondent, Mark Wilson, has All-American Rowing Camp and they're heading to Portugal this month, I think this month. And then I'll be going down to take their Florida rowing camp, their uh, Deland, Florida rowing camp in end of December. So just about the time when we go nuts up here in Massachusetts, <laughs> I'm right. going to be going down to row. May see you and, there. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. And then I'm going to go over to Saratoga to um, to row uh, coastal with uh, Jim Henderson and the people at Saratoga. How exciting. So, I know. It's, it's like three hours away, but I think we'll have a little break in between the growing camps. And Ryan, we we uh, miss you and we hope to see you next week with the scary stuff. And uh, best of luck at the head of the hooch this weekend. Um, it's a really fun, great vibe at that at that regatta. And our upcoming episodes, as I said, we're going to be at the US rowing convention, we'll be doing a couple of previews in the coming weeks. Reba Knickerbocker is going to be on to talk about her presentations there. And kind of, uh, you know, highlighting the master's track, I think, um, not exclusively, but, you know, it's kind of a thing that would be nice if U.S. Rowing knew how many, you know, active masters there are supporting clubs across the country. And uh, we'll do more club news spotlights. Hopefully we'll get the Atlanta people on. Uh, gadgets, we'll be doing winter camps, and then a gear and gifts for the holidays. So that'll be fun. And uh, just... Many thanks to you, Ben, for being willing to come on. And uh, I love your club. It's well, thanks. We consider you a friend and a, and a <laughs> member of PVRC. So please come anytime you can. Well, I'll try and come Saturday for that thing. That sounds yeah. like fun. And I can yeah. get up for the podcast, too. Thank you so yeah, much. Bring, bring your single. Start with us over the winter. I'm good with that. Ooh. <laughs> well, I, and then I think Jim Dietz is going to take it down to the rowing camp. Um, on the, his trailer, so maybe he, he'll probably oh, better yet. There. Yeah, right. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you.